0: Kathleen made a habit of reading personal ads from prisoners who were looking for love. She thought it was just for fun. You know, she was just looking.
1: Most of the ads says, you know, really honest guy looking for a straight woman. and So there weren't ads that really interested me, but his was different.
2: It's, it's easy to do time when you're alone. It's also very lonely and it's hard in a sense where you don't really have no tomorrows. You don't care if you... Uh, we get to tomorrow.
1: To make a long story short, I decided to write to him in early 2002. Did not get any news for many months. Then I thought, that's pretty desperate when you write to an inmate and he doesn't write back. But finally, I did get a letter. So we started to write on and off.
0: And then Kathleen, you know, she decided to take their relationship to a, a different level.
1: I wrote him out of the blue one day a letter asking him what he thinks of at night and I got very explicit on the letter of what he'd like and what I like.
0: So Buck, the inmate, he told her exactly what he wanted.
1: And I remember once I got a letter from him and I was reading it in my car. Very bad idea to read a letter while you're in traffic. And as I got to a, a traffic stop, I got to the point where the letter, he says, I like exploring a woman's body with my tongue. Very bad thing to do while you're driving. Almost ran into the guy.
0: Finally, 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 it was time for Kathleen and Buck to get rid of the postman and meet face to face.
1: So I went down to Kingston Pen and I went to meet him. The first visit was a close visit. Uh, Even necking was out of the question. So the first visit was really awkward at the beginning because it was like in the old days. It was a courtship.
0: On that first visit, Kathleen knew. She just knew that this was something special, something different than she had experienced before
1: and uh, I looked in his eyes and I knew I would spend the rest of my life with him. The next day we had what they call an open visit so it was a visit where we had contact.
2: We played with each other kind of in the visiting room and that and our kissing kind of my hands kind of wander on their own and so did Kathleen's.
1: I started to visit on a regular basis.
2: There's always that we can't we can't we have to stop because that camera's there.
1: Honestly, for the first six, seven months, I found it extremely hard to be with this person that I felt so attracted to and not being able to have nothing except, you know, a few kisses here and there. And uh, with time, I got to know him, I got to know his past. Uh, In 2007, we decided to get married.
0: But she also knew that consummating her marriage, the act that every married couple takes for granted was still out of reach for her and her husband.
1: I understood how corrections really work. That I would not have sexual intercourse with him uh, for at least at least three to four years. Pfv's they call private family visits or conjugal visits. And uh, so we had to fight for five and a half years.
2: I was really worried at that time, like how much more can Kathleen handle?
1: And I kept saying to him, you know, if you can f- away your kiss we would sh- I should be really really okay. I knew it was worth the wait.
0: After battling the prison system for five and a half years, Kaplan and Buck were about to get their special, we're married now, let's do this special time. The gates were opened.
1: We finally had our honeymoon. When you come in, first of all, you go through your stuff. So if you're a person who's shy, it's not an easy thing to do. I'm pretty lucky because I'm not. First of all, you'll have to sign in, then they put everything through the x-ray machine, and then they go through piece by piece of what you brought, sexy lingerie and, you know, high heel boots. And then once you finish, the guard goes through everything you have, uh, looks through everything you have, uh, touches everything you have, then they put everything in a bag, and then you wait that they pick you up to bring you to your conjugal visit.
2: First VFP. It was just for three hours.
1: Like having the first date after six years, me, who's not very shy, I was so shy. I was like froze up, sitting on the edge of a sofa. I didn't know what to do, didn't know what to say. I felt like this idiot sitting there going, okay, okay. <laughs> you want to watch TV? Okay. <laughs> you know? And I'm like saying to myself, okay, I'm married to this guy for life. We've been together six years and I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing.
2: I knew what to because everybody else tells me, I knew from before. I, of course, I'm inside here, so I know what's coming. I know what the VFP looks like. I know what it, what's there, what's possible for us.
1: And I'm surprised because I thought it would be the opposite for the longest time, that I'm the one who would have to calm him down and tell him it would be okay and take the rain. On
2: her way in, she was expecting something different. I think she was expecting some cement room with a bed and a sink and a toilet. That's it, like a cell where she walked into a little apartment. And that kind of really made her unsure and unnervous.
1: I had this expectation I had to perform.
2: We're also very excited about the possibilities now that we don't have cameras looking at us.
0: Now, Buck had been in prison for many years at this point. That's a long time out of the saddle. And the old moves, they didn't come back as easily as he'd hoped.
2: My biggest fear was that I wouldn't be able to satisfy Kathleen. I was felt very inexperienced because I, I was so long without being in that field. Uh, I couldn't, um, I couldn't uh, really perform. I got very upset at myself at it. Kathleen would try to calm me down and tell me everything's okay and not to worry about it. And there are other ways to fulfill her, but I thought I was doing something wrong.
1: I looked into things, you know.
2: We tried Viagra, and I I found out that it's not for us. And
1: I got into our massage technique. She
2: goes, Arnie, I saw this video. And she goes, you're really going to like this, what I saw. We
1: tried it out, and guess what?
2: And I'm telling you, (laughs) it It worked. One of the happiest moments of my life.
1: (laughs) And how many times did we do it in three hours?
2: I don't know, I, I... Counted around 1415. <laughs> we were going like rabbits.
1: We did it everywhere, all the time.
2: Apparently, Kathleen thinks I'm a great lover.
1: As soon as they would count us, we would start doing it again.
2: But it was one of the most amazing three hours I ever spent.
0: The real challenge for Kathleen was trying to adjust to having a regimented love life.
1: You know, I know exactly when I'm going to do it, you know, from which day to which day. And that takes away some of the spontaneity. And that's hard sometimes because, you know, sometimes you're just not in the mood. But, you know, there's this expectation of doing it.
0: Eventually, Kathleen got used to the strict sex schedule. But as their lust faded and their love grew, it was the absence of affection that became most difficult to accept.
1: Like, you know, maybe tomorrow night or even tonight, I'd like to cuddle up and watch a movie and kiss him, but I can't. What I crave the most is not physical sex. It's just being together, like being able to cook a meal together, being able to, you know, watch the movie.
2: Even if if Kathleen's gone in the bedroom to read because she doesn't want to watch what's on TV, I can get up and go to her at any time for the next three days. I don't have that when I'm in myself.
1: You realize when you start having conjugal visits that those are the, the small little things that you miss more than the physical contact.
2: For me, the most amazing thing is uh, the ability to reach my hand out and she's there. It's very lonely and it's hard to do time when you're alone, in a sense where your tomorrows don't really exist. You don't care if you, uh, if you get to tomorrow. Now, since Kathleen came into my life, it's, there's a change that I've noticed that you look forward to certain things, to actually everything.
0: Many thanks to the happy couple for sharing their story, and thanks as well to producer Caitlin Prest for bringing it on home for us.
2: You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.